When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hi. Or the Hi. Ew, ew. Let me do that again. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, every time we try to do this podcast, we have like one to two hours of technical difficulties leading up to it. Yeah, 1,000 hours of technical difficulties to poop out 30 minutes of quality content. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> yeah life's not perfect though so let's just keep going okay and we're live okay um wow <laughs> wow okay how do you want to start don't we do an hey. intro hey this is chanel and this is tiffany miller <laughs> <laughs> that's good Thanks, tiffany miller you're welcome okay tiff I want you to start by telling us how your week was and how many times you cried. Oh, I, oh, you knew you were going to ask me this, huh? Because you yeah. knew I cried a lot. I cried so much this week. It was insane. Something was up with this week. Um, yeah, I, it's actually very hard for me to cry because I'm on Celexa, which is an antidepressant, and it's, it like kind of numbs your, um, your feelings. So even in therapy, I don't, I didn't cry that much, but then this week something changed (laughs) and it set off a plethora of things. So, um, I don't even know anymore. I just, this whole week I cried about everything possible Mm -hmm. and I took in an emergency foster dog, which was like, (laughs) (laughs) I already have two animals in my small apartment and they don't really like other animals. And so I had this puppy in the house <laughs> who was crazy. <laughs> but I found him a long-term foster home, which was nice. Anyway, how was your week? <laughs> Good. I did a few interviews with Chinese media because the book is coming out, or the book just came out in Chinese. So I had the Chinese interviews. I had yeah. a UK interview at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and... <laughs> because (laughs) it was just like 9 30 a.m their time and it was literally live and I was so uh, tired oh my god I like at 3 a.m I was like I can't do it at this I can't do it and then I like slapped my face and I put on my makeup and I changed into a blouse and I like turned on desk lamps and like blasted them on me because there's no natural light and we went live when I go live I can never remember what I said even thinking about it now I don't remember what we talked about yeah um 
And then actually at the beginning of the interview, they played this little montage mm-hmm. of like my life, <laughs> <laughs> which I had never seen. And then I was like, whoa, like <laughs> I was like watching my life like unravel. Wait, like, how did they even get the content for that? Well, they asked for some photos, but they got photos from the news. And then it was like, and then she went to court and then she did this. And I, I just like got like caught up in watching it. And then it like cut to me and I was like, oh, (laughs) 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 Uh, and the weirdest thing was like, I was in a very dark apartment in New York City. And my image was being fed to, like, all of these living rooms in the UK where people are, like, beginning their day. And, like, eating oatmeal and getting ready for work. Isn't that oh, kind that of is weird? weird? Yeah. That's how TV works. But I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was yeah. like, I was just talking to all these people in the United Kingdom from my yeah. little room at 4.30 in the morning. What's next? I have questions for you, but I want, but I don't know how good my questions are. What was your favorite childhood game and why? Uh, We would get, we had a tent and remember we would put it on mom and dad's bed and we would fill the tent with pillows and blankets. We would sit in the middle of the tent, surround ourselves with pillows and blankets until the tent was stuffed. And then we would roll off the bed. Remember? Are you serious? No. What? You don't remember? No, not at all. It was such a thrill. And like, we definitely could have broken our necks. Yeah, I was about to say, that sounds really dangerous. It was. Interesting. I don't recall. That really sounds dangerous. Oh my God. If my (laughs) kids did that, I would lose my mind. Did mom and dad know we were doing that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is also why I don't like kids. Like, what are they doing? (laughs) Why would you do that? Because this is fun. It's like total obliteration. Like you can't see where you're going. You just like push yourself off and then you're like insulated by the blankets. Okay. Hmm. I'm risk averse. So that to me sounds. Mm-mm. Do you want to know mine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I was very um, sensory driven as a child. So. Oh. So mom and dad used to buy all these ingredients at the grocery store, like flour, milk, eggs, baking soda, whatever, and then just line them all up on the dining room table and give me bowls. And I would just mix things together and with my hands and just feel them. (laughs) That's it. Then you would bake them. No, that came later in life. Oh. The baking... Yeah. yeah, I used to try to make recipes later in life, but but as a child, like before I could use an oven, that was my favorite thing ever because I loved the feeling of squishy, wet dough. Yeah, you always, wow, I'm having like rapid flashbacks of all the squishy things that you liked. Everything. Yeah. Always. It's to yeah. this day. I just bought some squishy like stress slime stuff. I just love the, t- like, I love the feeling of it. I don't know why. Remember when mom and dad said you would eat rocks? Nope. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, we should get mom on to tell this story. Oh, we should get mom on here, huh? Mom said you used to eat pebbles. 
What? I feel like that's not good. It's not. But I well, bet you would poop it out. I would or I wouldn't? I bet I bet your body would poop out a pebble. Yeah, but to this day, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I still feel like I have unknown health things. So, like, what if it's because I have all these things pebbles? stuck in my, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay, cool. Ask mom. She'll tell you. Uh, I don't even want to ask. My anxiety is <laughs> already too bad. <laughs> okay, your turn for a question. What were some of your favorite <laughs> things to wear? Hmm. I think, um, wow. Well, mom had this policy. If I don't know if we've told everyone this yet, but we had a policy in our house that we dress ourselves for self-expression, which really lent itself to um, weird outfits and choices. So I remember I had this um, tankini. Do you remember it? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's some pictures of me in it. And it was a tankini set. It was, um, I got it in Hawaii. And it was like a little, a tankini is a tank bikini for anyone wondering. And it comes with a little like skirt. So skirt shorts. And it was this full body tankini skirt suit for the ocean <laughs> that had like a rainbow sunset on it. And I don't know why, I just thought it was, like, really cool. So I would wear it to school, which is, like, <laughs> really weird. <laughs> um, and I, I know there's, like, pictures of me in it, right? Yeah. It's yeah. really cute, though. It was cute, but, like, don't, you know, don't wear that to school. <laughs> um, I, that's the one I remember the most. Oh, and then you know about this one. That rainbow one suit that I had. Um, and oh, I, I was obsessed yeah. with that. I thought it was the coolest bathing suit ever. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, we had these bright yellow silk pajamas covered in pineapples. Remember yes. Those? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't know those... where we got them, but my God. Oh my God. <laughs> those were, I... I wore those to every sleepover because I thought they were so cool. I know. And I think we got them at Kohl's. Probably. Or no, no. Was Mervyn's a store? Of course. That's where we got them. Yeah. Yeah. We went there a lot. Because I remember it now. I think we went there. I remember on the first day of sixth grade, I wore... This shirt colored in multicolored fish that grandma had gotten me from the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Mm. And like creamy orange cotton capri pants. Like socks. I know this outfit. (laughs) And then black polished shoes that had buckles that I literally (laughs) wore. I remember those. (laughs) That I wore from Colonial Day. Yeah. So that was my first day outfit. And the only reason I wore those shoes is because I thought that on the first day we take a school photo that includes the <laughs> class photo, which means it's a full body shot. So I was like, oh, I have to wear my fancy shoes to school. And then I remember someone leaned over and whispered to me that if you wear capris on the first day, it's bad luck. And I was what? like, oh, no. Whoever... Since when? It it wasn't, but they just said that, and I believed it. 
Um, I'm trying, I'm actually looking at my photos right now, trying to see if I can find, I have a picture of you in that outfit, I feel like. <laughs> uh, I did just find some really cute oh pictures. God, remember us. Paul Frank shirts? That monkey? I have a picture yeah. of that in my, right now I'm looking at it. Did I tell you in middle school, people started wearing thongs and I was still wearing I think I told you underwear with like days of the week on it. I don't remember that, but I do know that I very, very vividly remember the first time a girl in our grade wore a thong. It was a yeah. big deal. Like big everyone deal. was talking about it. Big deal. But can I tell you, we were changing in PE and my underwear <laughs> fell onto the ground. You did tell and me. everyone was like, ew, like, whose granny panties are those? They were like, I remember, they were purple with a frog that had a crown. <laughs> and they said Thursday. And I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Whose are those? And then I was like, God, now I have to go the rest of the day without <laughs> underpants. See, but how bad do you wish that you could go back in time and just own those moments? Because now uh, I'd be like, those are mine. Yeah, I'd be like, those are mine. I love them, you know? Yeah, and, and then, I lost Thursday. It's like, you can't just go out and buy Thursday underpants. Right. You buy another pack. And also the moment you own something, people back off. Because the only reason they're mm. saying something is because they're insecure or something, you know? And then they realize, like, you're normalizing it. So then they're like, oh, never mind. It's not even that funny. Yeah, it's like you're the numbnut for making me feel weird about wearing regular underwear that yeah. isn't made of dental floss. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's just underwear. Like, get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiff, do you, what is one movie you remember with an Asian in it growing up? God, it's so sad because it's like Mulan, but that's a cartoon, it's an animation. Trying yeah. to think. Wow, that's a really hard question. Yep. I can think of London Tipton from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, but that's not yeah, even that's a movie. One. That's not even a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any? I can't think of any. Top of my head. In the Spice Girls movie, the one of their like man their like manager's assistant was Asian and she was pregnant. And then they're at the club and she starts having contractions and all the Spice Girls are like, oh my gosh, we have to get her Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that yeah. scene. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, they care so much about their Asian manager's assistant. <laughs> so sad. The bar is so low. I, so um, low. no, I can't think of any. And that's why we need to write a show. Yeah. With Asians galore. Asian Americans. Yeah. Do you want to ask more questions or do you want to read the stories? Okay, let's let's read them because I think they'll lead to more stories. Yeah, and um, to pre- to preface this one, I haven't read them yet because Chanel said that they're so good she wants to surprise me with some, but I'll go in and read the rest later. Yeah. Okay, so one is from a listener named Sarah. And first of all, she said, your podcast feels like it's just from my heart. It calms me down and reminds me of important things that I forget to put on my to-do list, like nourishing my body. It slows me down and truly does make me feel safe. Thank you. Isn't that sweet? 
I love everyone that says stuff like that. It's so sweet. I love it. And someone left a comment on our last post um, Mm -hmm. that said, like, when is your next episode coming out? I listened to episode one and two on repeat to fall asleep, (laughs) which is like. So cute. um, And I accidentally, I gave false expectations. I thought we'd do it last weekend and we didn't. Um, That's really, really sweet. Thanks, Sarah. And and then she tells a story about her Mamie, which is her grandma. Okay. Um, And she said, every day the bus dropped my cousins and I off at our grandparents' house after school. And her Mamie would make them pizza rectangles, shaved steak sandwiches in brioche buns, cinnamon rolls with ice cream, cereal, brownies, Portuguese sweet bread. And they would watch Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. So first of all, just like Dream put life. yourself on that couch. I know. Yeah, what the heck? Okay. I know. And then her Mamie would like half watch through a window that connected the living room and kitchen. You know, we had one of those too. Yeah, we did. Um, and she'd walk in and say, what's he doing now? Or what happened to the daughter? Um, and they'd always say tell her to watch with them but she always wanted to keep making them more snacks which was like so cute that's so cute um and so I just love that warm living room scene like getting off the bus after school getting all these snacks um and then she said oh she said she would sit on a bunch of pillows or like cushions on her car chair because she was small Mm-hmm. And that's what Gong Gong does too. Yeah, he little cushions in his car, and every time I drive his car for him to go to the grocery store, my head touches the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so cute. Oh, um, oh, okay. Here's the kicker. She said, "There's." One time I was in the bathroom for a long time. She sensed my struggle <laughs> and delivered me a jar of prunes. She told me that she wanted to help me move my bowels. Um, <laughs> literally, Tiffany, how many times a day would mom give you prune candy? Mom will fly home from China and open yeah. her suitcase and it's just full of plums. Like these like dried prune things that she gets from China. And she just gives them all to me. And she's like, you have to eat these once a day. I'm like, okay. Your poop. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, Why doesn't she give them to me? I don't, I don't know. I think because I've always been the one that's struggled with like digestion. Poop. Yeah. Like honestly, pooping regularly for me wasn't a thing till a couple years ago. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We could. Spend a lot of time unpacking that. Okay. And so Sarah concludes by saying, anyways, she would have loved you both, which is. Oh, stop. Sweet. Stop. I know. I know. Um, So I would have loved her too. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. I really would have. Yeah. Um. So that leads us to a prompt for all of our listeners. We want to know where was your after school spot? Like where would you go after school sometimes to just like relax or be a kid or do whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we want to know what special snacks did your grandparents make or oh. did they treat you to? 
Can I answer these? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. One, I think it's interesting. Our house was that spot for people. Mm. Not interesting, but amazing. Like dad purposefully wanted our house to be the safe spot for everybody because he loved how the Bell's house for him, the Bell's are his family friend. Like he would just walk in and out of the house whenever he wanted, just like make himself at home. And so with us, that's what he wanted. Like our front door was always unlocked. People just walk in and out after school. People would be over there without me even being home. (laughs) Like I would come home. All my friends are sitting in the living room um, eating all of our Chinese food because we always had like really good snacks because they're always Asian food. Mm -hmm. And that's like special. (laughs) And so, yeah. We always had dried mango from Costco. Always. And we always had fiber one bars from Costco. Yep. And then like rice crackers that mom would buy. And then like leftovers that mom would cook. Which roasted are amazing. peanuts. Always oh, roasted peanuts. peanuts. Dad would make lasagna. And one time Maddie and Laura ate those plums that we were just talking about. <laughs> and they literally almost pooped their pants on their way to work. Which I think is so funny because my mom was just like, oh, eat this. It's good. It's good for your health. And then they literally both were like on BART on the way to work and just like BART is a like a subway and just text me like, what is happening? I'm like, I'm so sorry. I also remember we had like the car seat of the van like in our front driveway for a while and people years sit on it. Years. years. We had a we took a chair out of our van or minivan and just put it in the front of the <laughs> house. So ugly and just it just sat there for years. Yeah. Um, also, I'm sitting here with a gallon of apple juice, literally, and I'm drinking straight out of the carton, and it's really good. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had apple juice since a child, like since I was a child, but I was inspired Ooh, to. It's I... really it's addicting. Anyway, apple anyways, juice. In the little Martinelli's glass bottle that's shaped like a little pot belly. Yeah, so good. Fancy. So good. And then my favorite after school spot was Grandma Ann's house because mm-hmm. yeah. she would literally bake warm loaves of bread. Like, oh, uh, these thick slices. Oh my god! Like, Why did I think of this? Encyclopedia thick slices, just like covered, like soaked in butter. Yeah. And Timmy and I would like sit in armchairs and watch Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Laboratory, and eat like piece after piece after piece. Anyway, email us with your grandparents' snacks and your after-school spot. Okay, you know that feeling when you like get home and you're like, or wherever you are, and take off your backpack and your back is a little sweaty and your shirt is stuck to you and you're hungry. Oh, the best. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you bringing it up? Because I literally just asked them to recall their after school spot. So it's like when you. Oh, get got home, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. No, yeah. Where were you? Okay. Next story we want to share is from Marlene and. She said, oh, yeah, she had two Tamagotchis. Um, And then she said her dad worked in construction. And she, when she was at school, she would ask her dad to babysit her two Tamagotchis. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait. Does everyone here know what a Tamagotchi is? It's like 
imagine a little oval egg basically made out of plastic with like three or four tiny rubber buttons Mm -hmm. and a little pixelated screen with a quote unquote like little animal thing that you baby that you like have to care for all day. It's like Sims, like the caveman version of Sims. And you would wear them on a little lanyard around your neck. And they were like your children, basically. And I, why don't we have things like that? I guess your phone, but like, uh, it's so something about the, the, the fact that it's tangible Mm -hmm. and that you hold it. And the only thing that lives inside that egg is your creature. (laughs) And like, you're responsible for keeping it alive. It was so addicting. And there were no colors. Like it was literally light gray pixels and dark gray pixels. And it was still very satisfying. Um, Anyway, she said, every time my dad got home around 7 p.m. and handed me my Tamagotchis, they were both on the verge of dying. (laughs) She said, said they had like five poops that weren't cleaned up, had vomited a few times, (laughs) and they desperately needed to see a doctor. That's so funny. I know. It's That's so funny. so funny. Cause I bet her dad was also trying. I know. Like, trying but it's also best. funny. Like she mentioned that it's funny that he like literally worked in construction and is supposed to be taken <laughs> care of. Yeah. <laughs> These little eggs. He's like working full time. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, um, nice. I love that. Also one. throwback to Neopets. I, I don't know if you remember this, but you, one of your Neopets got oh so yeah I, do. I remember that traumatizing. Yeah, but I I were I genuinely remember thinking like who are the sick people programming this because your <laughs> Neopet was so sick and your the medicine to cure the illness cost five hundred thousand Neopoints. Yeah, and I I remember thinking like being so determined I'm gonna make this happen I'm gonna find the money. <laughs> yeah. And I went on so many fairy quests. I like didn't spend any money of my own. I always showed yeah. up at the giving tree like as early as I could to see what <laughs> gifts I could get. Yeah. But we couldn't save your pet. And I was like, I yeah. cannot we cannot save her pet because we don't have enough money. Well that's it was society. I know. It was, it was the Real dark money. it was the dark foreshadowing of the world. But literally I remember you tried so hard and I was crying all the time because it, it is sad. Like if you're <laughs> it's kids that are like trying to keep their thing alive that they've worked on so hard yeah. and then some it gets ill and you can't save it. That's so sad. That's crazy. Okay. Next. <laughs> I need a swig of my juice. Hold on. Please. Let's see. Yeah. There's a lot of sugar. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, okay, this is from Hannah. She said she was a picky eater when she was younger. She said whenever my mom would give me dinner, she would leave to go downstairs to throw the trash away. While she was gone, I put my egg on a plate and shoved it under the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Of all places. And it's funny that she didn't even hide the egg. She, like, put it on a plate and put it under the couch. Also an egg. I knew. <laughs> I know. But she said, luckily, she was cleaning the house the next day and found it before it started rotting. But then she said, I also remember. <laughs> she said, I also remember throwing my spinach off the balcony. 
like walking out and just like checking it off and walking back inside is so funny. The lengths that kids go to not eat the, the things that they hate. Do you remember? Um, so we have family in North Carolina and we used to go there every year for Christmas. And it's like our dad's side of the family. So there's like a lot of people and we'd have these big dinners with like 10 to 15 people at this long dining dinner, dinner table. And my aunt would always make like these big salads and just serve everyone like some salad. And there was always blue cheese in them, like blue cheese chunks. Cause I think that's like a popular recipe. And I remember you would always sit next to me and I would just like kick your leg. I know. I wish I could imitate the face. You you were just like your eyes would get really big and you're just like stare at me. I would stare at you until you knew what I was saying, which is that you have to eat my blue cheese. And and then we would think that no one could see us, but I'm sure everyone noticed because like two children. And I would shovel all the blue cheese onto your plate and then you'd eat it in like the mouthful. Which like I literally eat chunks of pure blue cheese. That makes me ill. I still hate blue cheese. That, like literally. But I was too afraid to say I didn't like it. And Chanel just took one for the team. I know. I was so used to eating double. Yeah. That literally, ew, that grosses me out so much. And I will eat anything to please people because <laughs> that desire is stronger than anything else, which is also disturbing. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> You know why that probably is? Why? Because in in like at Gong Gong, it's disrespectful not to enjoy a dish that he's made, right? Mm-hmm. And just in Asian culture, like love is food, so you probably mm-hmm. associate not liking food with like saying that you don't love the person. Oh wow, that did a lot for me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. My goodness. All right. So okay, this one's from Sharon. Oh, this one. She said, I shared a bedroom. I'm dying already. With my older sister growing up. Okay, basically, okay. the premise is that her parents didn't allow them to have a TV in their bedroom. Okay? Okay. She said, our beds both faced a large three-panel closet that basically took up the whole wall. On nights when we couldn't fall asleep, we would, quote-unquote, watch movies together in the dark. <laughs> watch? <laughs> I mean, we stared at our respective closet panels and we played <laughs> the same movie in our head. <laughs> For example, one night we decided to watch Mulan. So I'd say, oh, I'm at the part where Mushu makes breakfast for Mulan. <laughs> and she said, and my sister would tell me which scene she was on as well. <laughs> that is so funny. These are the children I hope to have. It's just, it's so peaceful that yeah. two girls are lying alone in a smiling room. <laughs> staring at a closet being like oh yeah where are you at oh yeah yeah me too oh my god that kills me you know Chanel and I I mean like when when Mushu's making breakfast and he's like gotta go gotta go yeah and and she's like shoving the rice into her mouth and her cheeks puff up you know yeah yes and there's like slobber yeah I, I remember 
Um, we had a portable DVD player that we cherished, like, <laughs> beyond anything. It was... Wait, tell me. On the count of three, we're going to say <laughs> the movie we watched a thousand times on already. One, two, three, Elf. Elf. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I just got shivers. I remember that DVD player so well. That DVD player went everywhere that we went. It was like, it was sacred. The fact that we could just put a DVD in it and watch a movie. Like we were just everywhere we went. Yeah. I have a vision of us laying in the back of the minivan watching the DVD. Okay, player. here's another hazard, but also amazing. Dad took out, well, again, <laughs> going back to the car seat, the reason why it was in the driveway is because dad took it out of our van. And on road trips, Tiffany and I would put down blankets and literally lie down on the floor watching movies, eating snacks as yeah. if it was like an RV. And then whenever we needed, we would like go up to the front row and put on our seatbelts. But then on long stretches of highway, we would go in the back. Isn't that yeah. so? God, that's like the Oregon that's Trail. Really nice. Like we were like in one of those yeah. bridges. So comfy. So comfy. Love that. Yeah. Okay, now we're on to Danielle. Oh, you more? <laughs> yeah, dude. So funny. Okay, she said. She said, upon listening to your podcast, the world felt lighter. I felt it felt like I was returning back to my own childhood, to a simpler place where I had the time and space to create and think or read a book all day long. Isn't that cute? That's so cute. She goes on to say, thanks for reminding me that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to feel down. It's okay to consume gummy bears and feel the way I feel. Thank you for sharing your humanity, compassion, authenticity, and humor as you retell your old stories. Isn't that cute? So cute. Yeah. Okay. Also, she tells us about, she said she used to do like a full reproduction of the sound of music and make her family do it too. And she would like fill a duffel bag with costumes for like costume changes. And she said that her mom dressed up as a nun in a raincoat and a napkin. Love this. Um, and so, which leads me to my next prompt, which is what movies or scenes would you like recreate in your living room? Um, you've given three prompts so far. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) We, there's no rules. I know. right? It's just like a lot for people to think about. Like, I feel like one prompt per episode is probably, I know they're probably already asleep. So probably halfway through writing like one prompt and then you're like, and then the prompt is okay. But do you remember we would, I remember I would do poetry readings and I would like set up chairs in the living room and I would make tickets and then. So you. Yeah. Okay. You would be my assistant. And then I would like put up instead of like a red rope, I would just like put up string and then I'd be like, mom and dad on the ticket be like, be in the living room mm-hmm. at seven and they show up and I would like move the string aside to let them sit down. Yeah. Poetry reading. Also, when you said sound of music, it really triggered memories <laughs> because I, I remember so well the emotion that I felt when I realized that that one guy was bad. Yeah. So I was, that was the first movie I'd ever seen. Where the person that I thought was a good person, I realized was a bad person. And it, like, rocked my world. I was so sad. I'm not kidding. So, 
the feeling I felt when he saw her in yeah. the graveyard, whatever it's the, you know, the church, wherever they were hiding, and he blew the whistle. Do you remember? Yes. I this this saw her and blew the whistle. Mm-hmm. But that was the moment I was like, whoa. I, yeah. I don't know. It just blew my mind. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I had the same takeaway. Like, that was the most insane. That was the one thing about that movie that I, like, truly remember. Yeah. All right. On to the next. <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Should we save some? <laughs> no, we get so many that are so good. It's hard to pick. I know. All right. On to number six. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I do want to warn you that Andrew's going to come in pretty soon. It's fine. So Anna Marie said, she's like, I vividly remember sitting on an ottoman in the computer room of my childhood home, writing a story aloud to my mother as she transcribed it for me on our desktop. (laughs) (laughs) She said, for hours, she'd sit there typing away as I spoke into existence a knockoff of Harry Potter. And she said, mind you, I'd only read half of the book. And she said, um, (laughs) it's about a young wizard boy who was sent to boarding school, but what she dictated was an in-depth description of every single meal he ate at the cafeteria (laughs) with minimal plot development in between. And she said that the mom asked her one time, she's like, honey, do you think maybe you want to write about anything besides what the main (laughs) character is eating? And she was like, uh, no, mom. (laughs) That is so funny. So funny. Because that's totally, that's, yeah, that's the things that kids do that I do like. Um, they're just said, so in their own world. Like, they totally <laughs> think whatever they're making is, like, it. They're like, this is the best thing that's ever been created. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should read aloud some of the diaries that we had oh. as kids. I just did that on the Gal Dem podcast for the UK. It was, I loved it. But we'll, well your it. writing was always really good. Mine was like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> remember that one? I wrote a whole diary in the form of another person <laughs> named Jose. Do you remember that? <laughs> that is so bizarre. Every single day, I'd write it from the point of view of Jose, <laughs> not a real person. and then there's like one page where i wrote love tina and then i crossed out and wrote jose (laughs) so funny also anna marie said that her brother had an imaginary friend named chunkin (laughs) it was an uh apple chunkin it was a chunk of apple. That was imagined. So funny. I yeah. love that. Okay, yep. then. Okay, Stephanie said that. Oh, I love what this is another compliment. She said, I've been needing to listen to podcasts when I go to bed because they keep my brain from going to the bad place. Oh, it's hell yeah. Bad place. And I'm like, oh my God, I have lived yeah. there. If that it's was a little. Every night. Oh, my gosh. Literally every night. Well, I've always been a bad sleeper. Chanel, you've been really good at sleeping. I'm so jealous. Every night, I stare at the wall, and I go right there. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, 
when you're alone in the dark and you only have your thoughts, like what? It's yeah. So I I fell asleep watching The Office for like a couple years because it just like took my mind off it. Oh my gosh. I'm a wonderful sleeper. Okay, she said she said that her parents she really wanted a tree swing, but her parents didn't let her have one. So she threaded the tube of a paper towel roll through a jump rope. (laughs) She tied that to a tree in the backyard and she used the paper towel roll as the seat and would swing on it. And she said it was awesome, but then she said it rained the next day and the paper towel got wet. And that was it. (laughs) So funny. Okay, do you have more? Yes. Okay, let me let Andrew walk by. You can walk by. Okay, this one is from Madison, and she said that her neighbor and she, when they were, like, five, would walk around collecting leaves, twigs, and random foliage and putting it on plates. And they'd set the plates by this big pond and leave them so the turtles could have salads. And she said they never saw a turtle, but they always made these salads, and the mom would go by the pond and pick up the dirt covered bowls. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. I love that. Um, yeah. And I actually have been working on a story that's sort of similar because I I literally hate pine needles because of the assault. And I remember I was at a bar. I was drinking a gin and tonic. And they put like this fat sprig of rosemary in it that sort of looked like a pine needle. I was like, oh, my God, I hate this. But yeah. then um, I was like, what if you used it like Sometimes people use leaves in a cute way to, like, plate things. Yeah. Um, And so then I was like, what if you plated them? I was like, what if there's a little forest cafe where they put little berries with, like, pine needles around the edges or something? Mm -hmm. And so then I was thinking about, like, a kid who moves into a house and he doesn't realize the kid before him had been running a little restaurant out of a tree that connected to his bedroom. And then he's like sleeping and a little bird knocks on his window and is like trying to make a reservation. And then uh, he realizes he's inherited like a restaurant in the forest. Oh, make it make the story. Yeah. But that's like similar. It's like a turtle salad, which I thought. Yeah. Was we also used to give cheese to mice, which we just learned you're supposed to give them peanut butter. Yeah. Who knew? But it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so two more. Shayna, another compliment. She said, I got so excited when you guys announced the pilot episode. And so far, each episode has been the best part of my day. You guys are so bright and talented and gentle. And I hope I'm half as kind to myself and others as you are when I grow up. How cute. So cute. So cute. And she also wow. mentioned that she's like 20. <laughs> But also she's 20. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, um, I remember when I was 20, I thought, I don't know. I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) 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 I don't think I have the brain capacity. (laughs) I'm going to cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I, I I, I, I was just going to say like, I feel like your really early 20s are really hard and like, oh, yes, they're really difficult. But you think that 
I mean, you're not not old, but you think you're old. You know what I mean? Like you think yeah, you're supposed to have figured out when you're 20. And in reality, I look back and like, I was so young when I was 20. Yeah, totally. I'm just saying that, that I just, I envy her and I don't at the same time. Like you, I cannot believe you're 26. Like in my head, you're like either eight or 17. I know, but never 26. It's I'm permanently kind of immature, but That's also really professionally advanced. That makes sense. But yeah, my early 20s were interesting. But I will say like, they're really hard, but they're also the most fun. Like I, I had the best times of my life when I was 20. That's mm-hmm. when I lived in, that's when I lived in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And that was the best time of my entire life. But I was so naive. Like I look at, if I had that same experience now, it would be so different. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it just, yeah. Anyway, I think higher highs, lower lows. I just want to hug her. Yeah. I think that's the right instinct. Okay, so we're still on Shayna, and she said, she said, my mom worked the late shift at a sushi restaurant when I was four, so every night my dad and I would make vanilla jello pudding for dessert. We would portion out a third of the pudding and save it in a mug for my mom because I would <laughs> get a cry because I'd be asleep when she got back. <laughs> it's like a little little vanilla jello sitting in a mug in like the glow of the refrigerator is so killed me okay so then and she also said she was afraid of snails and slugs so then when the dad would find them in the backyard he would toss them over the fence and said they were going to the snail circus (laughs) 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 she she said that she called flocks of birds bird parties and got excited Aww. when she and we have Susanna she said when i was younger i was obsessed with performing in second grade i wrote my class play oh <laughs> she said i made it all about coyotes i cast myself <laughs> in the lead as a coyote named Josephine <laughs> and gave myself the vast majority of the lines for some reason, I cannot explain. I did the whole play using this deep text. text. Wait, deep Texas accent? Is that what you said? She was just on a southern accent for no reason. That is so funny. That's like me and my French play. Like, why did I do that? why it's just the funniest part is like when you're a kid you don't you don't think it's that like it's so weird because you're so yeah in it are there any more there's obviously more but we i mean we've been talking yeah i think we're at an hour over an hour oh no um that's okay people i think listen to this to fall asleep <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> also, you know what's interesting? Hope we're influencing your dreams in a weird way right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Night, Tiffy. Love you a lot. Have fun editing this. <sighs> I will. Okay. Good night. Love you. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> monotony is a word. Okay, well, the, the money, too. the money one. Mon- monetized. <laughs> monetized, right? So yeah. you're always getting pressure to like build and build and build. Mm-hmm. When or something um so yeah anyway just society is built on 